And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. That we can, and so help us God, we will make America great again. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the No Gimmicks Podcast. I'm your humble host, as always, Brady Leonard. Hopefully, you guys are having a great week. Uh, well, I mean, I can only hope that you're having as, as good a week as the President of the United States, Donald Trump. He's having uh, a terrific week, and I'm uh, going to get into all the reasons why that's the case here in just a second. But first, um, I need to remind you guys, please follow us on Twitter at No Gimmicks Pod. Um, tweet at us. We always tweet back. You know, send me your thoughts, questions, concerns. Uh, if you want to correct something I said on the show, you know, let me know. Tweet at us at No Gimmicks Pod. And if you haven't already, uh, guys, get with the program. Subscribe. You got to subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Um, hey, man. I mean, you never know. You never know when Facebook or Twitter is going to kick me off, and then you won't even know when new podcasts come out, even unless you subscribe. So please subscribe. iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, all that good stuff. If you're on iTunes, please give us a five star rating and a good review. I'd really appreciate that. All right, what a week so far, and it's only Wednesday, guys. It's only Wednesday, but it's been a pretty great week in the in the world of politics. And you know, it, great weeks like this, they don't come around too often. So I, it's definitely worth celebrating as a as a conservative or as a libertarian when you do have a week like this week. I mean, we've been on the receiving end of what can only be described as a fire hose of lib ownership. Really, really. I mean, my goodness, the. Owning the libs is is just is taken over the country this week. It's absolutely astounding. I can't. I mean, it's been at least since President Trump was elected in November 2016 since the libs have been this thoroughly owned. And I don't even know if that. I don't know if they were that owned then because they still had you know. Uh, but he lost the popular vote. And, uh, we're gonna impeach him. He's a Russian agent. I, I don't know if the the libs have been this owned since Reagan won 49 states in 1984 against uh, Walter Mondale, <laughs> you know, at least since, you know, the, the fall of the of communism in the Soviet Union when the when the Berlin well, Wall fell down. Obviously, the libs loved them some communism, so they, they were thoroughly owned that day. But this week, the lib ownership has been on full display. I, I mean, it's just a blunderbuss of lib ownership being fired right at our faces, and, and I'm here for it. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here for it. We mentioned on Monday, that uh, Special Investigator Bob Mueller's investigation is officially over, and the conclusion is that there was no collusion between the Trump campaign or any other American (laughs) and the Russian government. So that's terrific. A complete exoneration for President Trump. Some people are still trying to make it seem like this is not an exoneration, but look, when you're being accused of treason and it turns out it was all bullshit and you didn't do anything wrong, I I don't know how you can then call that anything other, anything less than complete exoneration for the president. Um, and maybe the greatest part of this victory, uh, other than the fact that our president isn't a crook and a uh, Russian spy, obviously that's good news, um, but maybe the, the greatest part of this victory is the victory over the media. I mean, watching the media meltdown this week is truly something to behold. Half of the mainstream media is just essentially refusing to accept the results of the of the Mueller probe, I mean, they're just they're just doubling down on Trump Russia for some reason, um, and I have to think that's going to bite them in the ass. There's, I mean, you just can't. 
when you've been caught red-handed lying to the people for three years about Trump-Russia, Bob Mueller concludes his investigation and finds no collusion, and then you still try to double down. That That's not going to work. And you're seeing this um, in, in the ratings. Rachel Maddow, who we mentioned on, on the last podcast, cried on air um, after the, the Mueller investigation came to a close. Um, she's lost an average of 500,000 nightly viewers in one week. From last Wednesday to today, she's lost an average of 500,000 viewers. That is incredible. You see, it turns out if you lie through your teeth to your audience every day for three years and then get caught red-handed in that lie, your audience might get mad at you. <laughs> your audience might want to might not want to watch your show anymore. I wonder why. Maybe it's because the American people are not as retarded as the left tries to is the left assumes that they are. They think we're all a bunch of idiots, especially if we don't live on the coasts. Maybe that's not true. Maybe you can't just get away with lying forever. Maybe the chickens will come home to roost. And this was uh, obviously the, the Mueller news broke uh, on Sunday and Monday. And later on on Monday, as if this wasn't a great enough day for President Trump, news broke, well, Literally when we were doing the podcast, because that's just how life works. If you do a podcast, um, news breaks when you're on air and you're <laughs> and you can't uh, you can't see the news. So sorry we missed it. We if we started the podcast like 15 minutes later, we would have seen this news. But uh, during the podcast on Monday, news broke that creepy porn lawyer himself, Michael Avenatti. You remember Michael Avenatti? He uh, came to prominence being uh, Stormy Daniels' attorney. Um, and he was on MSNBC and CNN. I mean, it was something like a hundred times a month, but between those two networks, uh, and you know, really garnered a lot of fame for himself. Uh, he's going to jail. Michael Evanati is going to jail. He was arrested for fraud. Essentially, he tried to blackmail Nike, which I don't know why he thought this was a good idea. He he claimed to have knowledge of Nike paying off uh, like college basketball players. Um, giving them advances on shoe deals or something like that, which apparently is illegal. I don't know why it is, but w- whatever. Um, and so he tried to blackmail him and say, hey, you know, I'll blow this story up. Which, by the way, this story was already in the news like a year ago. So I don't know what Avenatti was thinking. But anyway, so he goes to Nike and he says, you know, we're, I'm going to blow this story up because I'm famous. I'm on CNN all the time. I'm going to blow this story up unless you give me $10 million. <laughs> So Nike did not give him $10 million. They called the feds, and the feds arrested Michael Avenatti. So Trump completely exonerated Michael Avenatti, more than likely going to prison for a long time. And CNN, let's remember, CNN declared Michael Avenatti last year a serious presidential candidate. Really. They they said he should run for president in 2020, and he'd be a serious candidate. They, they really said this. Why did they say this? I don't know, because he hates Trump and he goes on CNN all the time. That's that's the only reason why. Ouch. Yikes. Big yikes. How can anybody take CNN seriously after this? I mean, like I said, the, obviously, it's great to have political wins. But the best part of all these political wins this week might just be the further deterioration of the media in general. I mean, what a black eye. From for CNN, I mean, putting this man Avenatti on air every single day—what a black guy! Now he's now he's going to jail for fraud. Just incredible. Uh, 
And then it got even better. It got even better. It didn't stop, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, a fire hose of lib ownership. Let's recap. President Trump, fully exonerated, no collusion. Creepy porn lawyer, Michael Avenatti, going to prison for trying to extort $10 million from Nike. And then it got better. Later Monday evening. Monday was just a heck of a day. A heck of a day for... Uh, in the world of politics, heck of the day for a heck of a day for President Trump. Later on Monday evening, the Department of Defense notified the White House that they are giving Trump one billion dollars to start construction on the wall on the Mexico-U.S. so on the on the border of Mexico and the United States. I mean, really? He no collusion. Avenatti's going to jail, and Trump can hashtag build the wall. And I know it's $1 billion. I don't know how many miles of wall um, that's that's going to build. I don't know, 10 or 20 or what. It doesn't matter. It's still a huge win for Trump. I mean, I don't, to my knowledge, he hasn't really started building the wall yet, but hey, a, a billion, a billion here, a billion there, it's better than nothing. And it's a huge win politically too, because like I've said on the podcast a million times, I never expected Trump to build a 2,000-mile-long wall on our southern border. That's absolutely ridiculous. You're an idiot if you believe that. I mean, I'm sure Ann Coulter didn't even believe that when she wrote the book in Trump We Trust, which is weird that she would do that. But if Trump builds a hot dog stand, (laughs) if he builds a structure of some kind on the southern border, he can run on, you know, we're building the wall. I, I kept another campaign promise. You know, finish the wall, not build the wall. You know, so it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if it was ten dollars the DOD gave to the White House to start construction of the wall. As long as it's something, there is money being spent, there is wall being built. That's still a huge political win for the president. I'm not even gonna go into the merits of should we build a wall, should we spend money on stuff like that. I go back and forth on it myself. But politically speaking, huge win for the president. So let's recap. Full exoneration, no collusion, creepy porn lawyer going to jail for trying to extort $10 million from Nike. The Department of Defense gives Trump a billion dollars to start building the wall. And then it got better. It, 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 kept, it kept coming. I mean, I was, I had, Monday night, I, I had dinner, I had a few glasses of wine, you know, maybe three or four glasses of wine. I can't remember why, but, uh. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I forget what I was watching. I was watching Netflix, maybe like River Monsters or something. And I kept checking Twitter, and I, I thought it was a joke. I thought it was a joke. Anytime I'd look at Twitter, there was more breaking news. The libs were being owned again and again. And I, oh my goodness! As if the libs weren't owned enough on Monday, late Monday night, the Department of Justice sided with a federal judge. That declared that Obamacare is unconstitutional. Not just the individual mandate, which was declared unconstitutional, I believe, last year, but the entire damn law is unconstitutional. I don't know what this means. I don't know if Republicans are ever actually going to overturn Obamacare. I don't know what's going to happen moving forward. But I do know that I really owns the libs. I, I mean, look, guys, do I think... Trump is really going to secure the border as much as I'd like him to? I don't know. 
Hopefully. Probably not. Is our healthcare system actually going to get fixed and go back to a free market system or go to the first, for the first time, rather, to a, a true laissez-faire free market system? Probably not. I don't even think Congress has the balls to actually overturn Obamacare. Who knows? But in terms of owning the libs, in terms of owning the libs, can we just smile? Can we can we just take a victory lap? I'm so used to losing. I live in Lucas County, Ohio. Okay, one of the bluest counties in the entire Midwest. I mean, nothing conservative happens around here. The government around here does not get smaller. It only gets bigger. At least on a local level, I never get to own the lips. Okay? We're allowed to celebrate a little bit. We're allowed to have fun. Look, owning the libs is fun. It's funny. And we're allowed to celebrate when it happens all at the same time. Obamacare unconstitutional. Michael Avenatti going to prison for trying to extort Nike. No Russia collusion. A billion dollars for the wall. And then it got better. (laughs) And then it got better. Another headline from the New York Daily News on Monday. NASA confirms a glacier in, in Greenland no longer shrinking. All we hear about is the, the glaciers going away and how sea levels are rising and that, you know, we need to pass the Green New Deal or the world will end in 12 years. The article from New York Daily News goes on to explain that a key glacier in Greenland, which was once the fastest shrinking glacier on Earth, is actually growing. <laughs> it's growing. It's getting bigger. Look at that. It's amazing. Then, it got better. Speaking of glaciers and climate change, yesterday, Cocaine Mitch, Mitch McConnell, Senate Majority Leader, held a vote in the Senate on the Democrats' asinine Green New Deal proposal. You have to remember that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez She says the world will end in 12 years. I don't know where she got 12 years. Just picked a number out of a hat, I suppose. I don't know. But we're all going to die in 12 years if we don't pass her Green New Deal. Cocaine Mitch says, yeah, that sounds pretty serious. You know, like, uh, well, we don't want to die in 12 years, so let's vote on it, right? I mean, we are senators. We are members of Congress. We get paid $174,000 and some change every year to vote on things. And climate change seems pretty... uh, pretty bad let's let's hold a vote the democrats were very sad the democrats were very sad about this and they were very upset that cocaine mitch forced them to do their jobs and vote they did not want to vote see they see they don't want to vote they want to propose these ridiculous things but they actually don't want to sign on to it they held the vote it failed 57 to 0 zero senators voted for the green new deal the libs owned themselves yesterday, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's not even that we're owning the libs. They're just owning themselves at this point. Not a single Democratic senator voted for the Green New Deal. All 53 Republicans voted no. Four Democrats also voted no. Um, those Democrats were Doug Jones of Alabama, Joe Manchin of West Virginia, uh, Kirsten Sinema of Arizona, and Agnes King of Maine. 
Um, well, Agnes King is, is technically a, a, an independent, but he caucuses with the Democrats. So, yeah, all 53 Republicans and four Democrats voted no. The other 43 Democrats voted present, which is just a puss move. Like, come on. Look, is the world ending in 12 years or not? Yes or no? Senator Markey, who introduced the bill, voted present. You sponsored it. You sponsored this piece of legislation and you won't even put your name behind it. That's weird. Maybe you were full of shit the whole time and doing it for attention and doing it to ride the wave of fresh faces in Congress. You know, get some popularity on the coattails of our favorite 29-year-old communist, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. What an embarrassment for the Democratic Party. The Green New Deal fails 57 to nothing. Now, that does restore my faith in humanity a, a tiny bit, too. I mean, like, that the the fact that, you know, the Democrats were a, a solid 60 votes short. <laughs> at, at zero votes, they are still 60 votes short of, of passing something like the Green New Deal. So I guess that, you know, there is hope for for the future of this country, I suppose. But what an embarrassing week for the Democratic Party. You lie about Russia for three years get caught red-handed. You prop up an idiot like Michael Avenatti, who now is going to prison for a long time. Trump starts building the wall. Glaciers are growing like a motherfucker all over the place. And your Green New Deal goes down in flames 57 to nothing. What a beautiful week. What a beautiful time to be alive. We mentioned that the Democrats really just can't take the L. I mean, they're refusing to take the L over the the Mueller stuff. But the L's just keep on coming. The L's just keep on coming. And it's strange. Like, Democrats are typically better at politics than Republicans, I've noticed. And it, it pains me to say that, but they, they really are. You look at a guy like, like President Obama, terrible president, uh, real bad guy. You know, he loved drone bombing brown people all over the Middle East. Obviously, you know, the socialist policies that he that he rammed through Congress. Terrible president. But he was really good at this stuff. Like, he, he could outmaneuver Republicans from time to time. The Republicans are just outmaneuvering Democrats, at least this week, at every turn. Like, Mitch McConnell is, is running circles around these idiots. It, it makes me wonder what a guy like Barack Obama is thinking right now at his party. What a guy like like Bill Clinton, who was, a, I believe, a, a horrible excuse for a human being. I believe he raped Juanita Broderick, who's, who's been on this program before. Terrible guy. Bad president. Could have taken out Osama bin Laden and didn't do it. That was a bad move. But he was a clever politician. He was an intelligent politician. What are guys like Bill Clinton and Barack Obama thinking about AOC and the Green New Deal? About... 43 Democratic senators being just outmaneuvered to the point where they have to show up and vote present on a piece of legislation that they've all endorsed. It's strange, man. It, it's I don't know if we're going to see a week this good again, so let's celebrate it. Have an extra beer tonight. Have an extra steak tonight. <laughs> like, it's okay. It's okay. We're allowed to take a victory lap. Political wins are few and far between in this modern-day political climate. We're allowed to take a victory lap, ladies and gentlemen. 
the libs are owned. America's doing just fine. I'm having a great week. I hope you are too. For some reason, I have a feeling you all are. At least if you've been paying attention. Have a good one, guys. That's all I got for today. I will, I'll be back next week with a couple longer episodes. I promise. I know I had to do a, a shorter one here today, but I will make it up to you next week. I am Brady Leonard. I will be back on Monday. No gimmicks. Thank you.